Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kamisha Lucier, one of the senior pastors of A Day of Prayer. I'm so glad you're here with me today. And I just wanted to tell everyone I'm sorry that I was away last week. We had a technical difficulty that we had to get straightened out before we could continue recording. But glory be to God, all is well now and everything's been straightened out and we're able to keep moving forward. So today's episode is called Copy the Original. Sometimes when we look through the word as believers, especially as believers who want to draw near to Christ, um, we find examples and we want to pattern our lives after them. And sometimes we look for examples in the, the world around us, you know, other, other examples of people who are doing what we want to do. And we start to pattern ourselves after them. And, you know, in and of itself, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes we start trying to be an identical copy of that person that inspires us. And it draws us away from what God actually wants to do in our lives. And I know that might sound completely opposite of every motivational speaker you've ever heard, but it is designed to let God flourish in you and bring forth in you everything that he wants to do. So it's okay, you know, the Lord gave us parents so we could learn from them and mimic their behavior. And at some point, and he wanted our parents to instruct us in the ways of God, but at some point he wants us to come face to face with him and to look into how he has specifically designed and created us to reflect his image. So speaking of that, you know, God made us in his image and his likeness. Uh, Genesis chapter one, verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image and in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. So while we look like our parents, you know, you could have the same nose that your mom has, or maybe you've got hair like your dad or eyebrows and nose, or, you know, you might even feel like you're a spitting image, a quote unquote spitting image of your parents. But I tell you that pales in comparison to what God put on the inside of you. He made you in his image and his likeness, even though you might have some commonalities with someone else. So while we learn from the people in the Bible or the people around us, God doesn't want us to try to be them or copy them because Jesus is our measuring guide. The Lord placed a specific standard that he wants us to go by, and that's that of Christ. So let's look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 12 through 15. It says, for the equipping of the saints, uh, this is referencing how the Lord, um, actually, I'll just back up to verse 11. This is talking about how Christ ordained the structure of the church. And then it says, he gave himself, um, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. 
Oh, and I'll just read verse 16. From whom the whole body joined and knitted together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So we're not trying to be another Paul. We're not trying to be another Moses or another Elijah. God wants you to be who he created you to be. And he wants you to look at the examples to learn from others that have gone before us in the word, or even that might still be, you know, alive today that are doing work for the the call of God, but he doesn't want you to try to be them, be an identical replica because there's a standard already. We're supposed to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ because he is the head, he's the measuring stick, and he's the perfect man, which no one else can fill that, that role. And the people that would seem to be leaders are here to encourage us. They are here to provide Holy Spirit inspired instruction, not personal preferences, but Holy Spirit inspired instruction, and to help us um, be edified and grow into what Christ has asked us to be. So if you just think about this for an example, when you look at the human body, there's the head, there's each section of the body, you know, you've got the neck, the shoulders, the chest, the the core, the torso, you have the legs and the hips and the feet and all of those things, arms and legs in their rightful place. But what if one of my hands said, you know, I really like the way that um, the kneecap is doing things. I think I'll be a kneecap. Pretty soon we'd have some, (laughs) we'd have some real problems going on and the body would cease to be effective. But if we let the head dictate, if we let the DNA that God has put on the inside of us instruct and do its part, and we continue to focus on being what the head says that we should be, everything and everyone will be in their rightful place. And this is me referring to the body of Christ as well as the natural body. When the feet are doing what the feet are supposed to be doing, what the head tells the feet to do, it's perfect. Everything is working right. But when they get their own ideas or start looking for other examples um, to follow and to pattern themselves after, sometimes it can be uh, dicey. It'll, it'll Things start to get a little bit out of control. So we don't want that to happen. So let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to get some clear instruction here. It says, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. So again, the Lord wants us to imitate his behavior. And if you spend time reading through the Bible, you will see God's character and his nature. You'll see his um, desire. You'll see his mindset, his attitudes, how he thinks about things all throughout the scriptures. But even if you look at the gospels and you see how Jesus, who is the fullness of God, where the fullness of the Godhead dwells, made flesh, you watch his examples and you go and study out how did my Lord handle this? What did my what did my Lord Jesus rely on? How did he pattern his life? You'll see that he patterned himself after the Father as well. So it, it only makes sense that we pattern ourselves after Jesus Christ, who is the original, versus trying to be a copy of a copy. And what do I mean by that? So when we look at 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, you'll hear a famous verse that is often quoted. It says, be imitators of me, just as I also am of Christ, or imitate me, follow me as I follow Christ. You may have heard it um, said that way. And people use that to try to 
I think it's done in goodwill to help coach um, people who may be uninformed or new believers and help them find um, someone that they can look at as an example so that they can begin to walk in their life um, accordingly to the word of God and be encouraged and strengthened to do that. But we already saw in Ephesians that even the Apostle Paul articulated it more clearly by saying, be imitators of God as dear children. And when the Apostle Paul said this, when he meant this in the scriptures, he was saying that, you know, not that he intended that he would become a replacement metric for life, that everybody should aspire to be a a second version of Paul, to be, uh, you know, the the newest version, Paul 2.0 or Paul 3.0, whichever, you know, which one, whatever models up at the time, or try to be Moses and Elijah or anybody that seemed important in the scriptures. That's not what he's saying here. He's saying that use his example um, of patterning himself after Christ to inspire you to imitate God and the unique fellowship that he has provided for you. And and, and engage yourself and indulge in that relationship that is unique from God to you, of course, that will always be founded on the standard of righteousness that we find in Jesus Christ. But he's saying, let me inspire you. I'm following Christ. You do the same. Be like me in this way. I'm following Christ. So you follow Christ, not follow Paul because Paul is important. And let's look at another scripture to confirm that. How do we know that that's the case of what Paul truly meant? Come over and look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. It says this, Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you have whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Oh, and we can just read verse eight as well (laughs) and nine. Now he who plants and he who waters are one and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers and you, I'm sorry, you are God's field. You are God's building. So he's saying here, uh, you know, while I'm helping you and I'm sowing the word into you, I'm pouring out what the Lord poured into me. I'm not doing this of my strength and my name means nothing. The one who is to be praised and to be glorified and to be um, exalted is God, because God is the one who gave the word to the sower to impart or to plant it in your heart um, and to share it with you. So again, our focus has to be on Christ. Think about this for a second. Have you ever printed something off of your computer? You know, you, you made a Word document or something or a form to fill out, and then when you got it, it looked great. It was, a, it was right from the press. It looked great. But then once you started making copies of that copy, now the image became degraded. Sometimes you can't even read the words. Sometimes, you know, you think it says something entirely different. The space that was there is no longer there. There's these little um, impurities, or if you will, that pop up on the machine and you go back and look at the original. No, there were no marks on it. How come there's a mark on my paper now? That's because you're making a copy of a copy. Well, God doesn't want you to be a copy of a copy. Paul was copying God. And while we can learn from his examples, and we should, because he learned wonderful things from God, um, had immense revelation, the patterning of myself, me trying to be Paul myself, would lend itself to me being a a degraded copy or a... um, 
yeah, just kind of deteriorated copy of what God originally intended. Now there's a unique flavor and flair that God gave to Paul's life. And that was specific for Paul, but God wants to do something in your life that is just as spectacular, that is just as revolutionary. And no, it may not be, you know, um, writing <laughs> the majority of the New Testament because that was something that was um, set, as, set apart for Paul and the Bible has already been completed. But the life that Christ wants to live through you is something that's unique and it's important. And he gave you a dynamic that he wants to bring out of you and he doesn't want it to be overshadowed by you trying to be like somebody else. He, he made you special. Psalm 139, uh, verse 13 and 14 is another popular verse of scripture. Um, it says, for, for you form my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. You are a marvelous work. When the Lord wrote this scripture, he was not intending that you would be a carbon copy, but that you would let his fullness of the plan that he created you for and desires for you to fulfill, to be made full and to flourish in your life. He desires that what he put in you, that you would give him the opportunity to bring out and let it be filled with all of his glory, all of his goodness, all of his character and his integrity and his nature in the fullness of the beauty that he's designed for you. So I just wanted to encourage you today with that, you know, and I hope that you're inspired to let the fullness, the fearfully and wonderfully made that God desires for you to be to come out and you will begin to be a copy of the original, the most high God, the almighty himself. Well, if you've joined, enjoyed this podcast today, please take a moment and share it with someone else if, if it'll bless their life. And as the Lord leads you, I'll see you back here next week. We're on Fridays now, and I cannot wait to meet with you then. And just remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.